You're listening to the Sam Oye Podcast, the program that uplifts your spirit, renews your mind, and transforms your life every week. And now, here is your host, the Reverend Sam Oye. 1 Kings chapter 5, verse 4. I will use the Amplified Version. So, uh, but let's stay with this one first. And I'd like everybody to use the NLT before they give me the Amplified Version. We're going to read together in, in consonants and harmony. Let's do that together. One, to go. But now, the Lord my God has given me what? Peace on every side. I have no enemies and all is well. Can I decree and declare that what you have just read will be your experience this month? Please, your amen needs to come alive in faith with the word of God. I want to decree that where you've been seeing battles, where you've been having wars, in accordance with the word of a living God, let there be peace on every side. I said, let there be peace on every side. And I decree that where you've been having enemies, the Lord give you such a peace that silences your enemies. That silences your adversary. In the name of Jesus Christ. And I decree that this month all will be well. If you receive that, let me have a big amen in the house of God. I want to look at the Amplified Version. And I will just read that. But now that the Lord my God, I will read that. But now that the Lord my God has given me what? Please mention it again. What? Uh, so another word for rest is what? You're such a smart group of people here. But now the Lord my God has given me rest on every side. So that there is neither what, sir? Neither adversary, nor what? No evil that is confronting me. Let me use another amplified classic for you. It puts it this way. But now that the Lord my God has given me rest from war. On every side. There is neither adversary, nor misfortune confronting me. Let me use the international standard version. You're going to like this one. This is how it puts it. But now the Lord has given me rest all round. Rest where? All round. The Lord God has given me rest. Rest all round. Since I have neither foreign enemies, foreign adversaries, not domestic crisis. Please make sure you get that international standard version. How many of you want to be traveling home and abroad? You want to be going and coming. But I'm even applying to go and stay. I see your two hands there. God forgive you. And you want me to pray for you to leave my country. So who are you leaving behind? Me, I should say in Guarimpa. Applying to go to Canada. Hey. But you know the shameful part of it? How many of you are aware of the latest divorce rate among Nigerians who have just gone abroad? Within the last three years. 
that divorce is crazy. Number two, how many of you are hearing of our children, Nigerian kids who were submissive to their parents at home, who are now suing their parents abroad? I'm talking about 14-year-olds. One of our men, a 13-year-old son of his, who had worshipped here. He brought the boy here when the boy was just about 10 years old. Took the boy to Canada, 13-year-old. He said, Papa, pray for me. I said, what is the problem? He said, my son has sued me to court. I said, your son? Where did he get lawyer from? He said, my son met with some young kids and they were telling that, why didn't you come for the last meeting? He said, my father stopped me. Why did you? My father said, I should not. Why did? He said, no, your father shouldn't be controlling you. And they lectured him on how to sue his father. And the father became a prayer point because of his son. A woman looked at me. She is in the medical profession. She looked at me and she said, Pastor Sam. She said, I regretted ever moving to this place. She said, I was seeing others marriages breaking down. I never knew it was going to happen to me. But look at what the Bible said. There is a dimension that secures you from this. I'd like you to see that in, in the International Standard Version. It puts it this way. It says, but now the Lord has given me rest all round. And I have neither foreign adversaries, nor what, sir? Domestic crisis. May that be your portion. Home and abroad, may you know what true rest is. Your amen is sounding like someone who doesn't believe in it. So this month, I want to usher you into something I titled the wonders of God's presence. The wonders of God's presence. Why you need to pursue the presence of God this month. The wonders of God's presence. In fact, I'll be sharing with you the eight wonders of God's presence. And each one of them will pray that over your lives. Let us pray. Father, bless us within the next few minutes. In Jesus' mighty name we'll pray. And amen. Please be seated in the presence of God. I have come to a place of recognition that one of the major things that we all seek for, home and abroad, one of the things that we all seek for, sir, home and abroad, poor, rich, educated, and uneducated, one of the things that we all seek for is found in the word rest. It doesn't matter what you say you're looking for, whether it's car, house, ultimately the secret desire of all men is what? Rest. Put it this way, write it down. The end of all work is rest. The goal of all labor is what, sir? Rest. Are you aware that the greatest tragedy that can ever happen to you is that you labored all through life, you never entered your rest? It's the greatest tragedy. That you labored all through life and you never knew what rest was. A woman comes and says, Pastor Sam, it's been 35 years of fighting battles. 35 years. And there are people watching me right now, since you've been a child to this age, it's been battle and battle 
ministers. The end of all true labor is rest. On the seventh day, after God had walked, what did he do? <laughs> so the end of all work is what, sir? Rest. The Bible says labor to enter what? It's rest. So the end of all labor again is what, sir? The end of all work is also what? The highest aspiration of all mortals is what even the immortal sought for, rest. That after the immortal had gone to work on the seventh day, even God sought one thing. What is that, sir? Rest. In case you don't know that's what you've been seeking for psychologically, I just want to let you know that's what you are looking for. After you have served your country for 35 years and 40 years, there's a time when the country will tell, whether you want to resign or not, they will tell you, excuse me, sir, we thank you for serving us. You must go and so rest. I don't know what happens to our doctors in Nigeria here. I hope they're experiencing the same thing too. But abroad, all doctors have maximum hours they must work in a week. If one of my medical doctors, one of our sisters in Switzerland, she was talking to me few, uh, about two weeks ago. And she said, Daddy, I said, sorry, did you have some time to rest? She says, whether you want to rest or not, that the system, as you come in, you log in, there are hours you must not walk beyond. That after that certain time, you'll be told, go, it doesn't matter what zeal you have, rest is recommended. Somebody once said to me, he said, son, if you don't rest, you'll be late to rest. Hmm? Have you noticed that even at death, the, the ultimate thing they hope you have, that's why they put it at the front of your, they put it what? Say again? Even at death, what, you are, what they hope you have at death is what? Let me look at your neighbor and say, now wait you find me that too. Look at somebody, tell the person, now wait till you define rest. Passion will rest. Is that Megemu? Tifils. Rest. Have you noticed in Nigeria when money enter people's house, they say, Pepe, don't. He's rest. There's a place they call uh, Bush Bar. I think Bush Bar, right? Have you noticed a place where after people have walked all day, they go there to what? When people walk and walk and they make money, one of the signs to show that they are entering rest, they buy a car. Is that not so? And then they build house. Psychologically, the greatest desire of your heart is what? Why do you marry? So that you can have? You can't speak. <laughs> Pastor, somebody said, No, no, Pastor. Because <laughs> some have seen too much troubles in marriage that they are going to marry the Pastor. I don't know. Anything will go up and make it happen. Because in reality, some many get married and they never find. Here's how you should understand the mystery behind every warrior's desire. 
that after Samson had fought so much battle, sir, he was looking for Delilah's lap. See, in every warrior is a secret desire for a Delilah's lap. It is my prayer that your wife's lap will be a Delilah's lap. See, see, I'm praying for all our women. May you learn to put the warrior, your husband, to rest on your lap. Somebody. <laughs> you will have, I'm not sure you came for the word of God. You will just want to be happy this morning. But Sunday, do you know that what that woman was saying? She was saying, Amen, Amen. And the husband is beside her. Your wife has laid hands on her lap. May your head not miss it. In the heart of every warrior is a secret desire for a Delilah's lap. May your wife's lap be the Delilah's lap. May it be a place where the warrior can rest his head. Because unfortunately some women's heads are not laps, they are slaps. Huh? Let me just give me one new insight. Some women's laps are rocks. So the moment the man thinks his lap is a rock, so his lap is better than a rock. So, sir, what was Samson looking for? Rest. And he found it in the wrong place. So, when you hear men committing adultery, sir, it's not sex most men are looking for. Is what, sir? Rest. And I am praying to God. My wife and I are talking. We have some mothers in this house who have kept men, who have kept mighty warriors. Men who, if not for the grace of God, they will tafele fele. Sorry, may I not speak? There are, there are women in this house that have captured men for 30 years and they have kept the men mama is raising her hand they have kept there are women who have kept men warriors like Samson and they have tamed them they have tamed would you put your hands together for mama please my mother tamed my father for 30 something years but then we're having young girls today who can't manage a guy for six weeks. So we want to gather mothers so that they can transfer tricks because school no they help now. Education is not how to help a man secure rest. When a man is talking, you don't speak bad. No, he's speaking the law of evolution. You are speaking the law of dynamics. What school did you go to? I went to University of Ibadan. That's not what Delilah, she said, come. The guy was talking, you know, I killed so many people. He said, come, just come. He said, you know, there are so many battles to contend with. I have some challenges. So she said, come. She said, come. Samson was speaking English. He said, come. I said, put, put, just put your leg here. That's, you don't know what you need. I know. Put your leg here, your head here. Put lap. And she started rubbing his head. You know, there's a kind of hand a woman lays on you. Saliva will start dropping from your mouth. <laughs> Somebody say rest. 
<laughs> calm down. Ma, he is a warrior that an entire nation could not capture. This guy had the mess of nations for years. But a woman said, rest. And we saw a warrior reduced to a vegetable. What kind of mystery is at work in her? It is the same that is making small girls in small brothels capture our men today. They know what our men are looking for. What? Deep on the inside of a man, the book of Solomon comes to pass. The book of Proverbs, it is better to stay in the desert than with a woman who will not give you. So, the major cause, every woman must learn to study this restology. Restology. It's called, what's that? Women, it's called what? I'm not hearing now. Say it loud so that the men will know you're looking for it. Restology is how to give a man what? In case you are not studying it, somebody is studying it for your husband. So you don't study it, another woman is studying it. That man that you say, Pastor, my husband is very stubborn. A woman will just, hi. I'm sure you know that Superman. Is that Superman? It's also Clark. Eh? Are you aware that there was a time, if you watch the DC7, there was a time all the heroes were trying to fight Superman. And nobody, he was beating Batman. Just common shift, Batman was, was thrown on the floor like nothing. Have you watched it? You've seen it? Okay, some of you don't watch it because it's not spiritual. <laughs> Pastor, do you know about superhero? It's okay. I'm sorry, sir. I will show you Jesus' film. Where Judas Iscariot betrayed Jesus. <laughs> So let's not spoil you. How many of us here, those of us that have been spoiled already, raise your hands up. <laughs> Somebody say rest. <laughs> so sir, I noticed that Superman was busy beating all his fellow superheroes. And at a point, a vehicle parked. And the next thing, a lady stepped out and he was going to come after him. She just looked at him. By the time she looked at him, the superhero became. Huh? By the time she didn't talk, if you watch the movie, she didn't talk. Restology. She just said, Come. She grabbed the hero that nobody could grab, she held him. Put her head on his shoulder. And the guy broke down and began to cry. I should go and rest. (laughs) 
I'm sharing something that will make your, so that you will not run out of your marriage. <laughs> Praise God. I've been going. Rest. I've not gone to the heart of my message. Has anybody watched um, Hulk? Incredible Hulk? You've seen how the entire military of the United States came after him. Shot him multiple times. The more they attacked him, the more angry he became. Right? <laughs> you remember the daughter of the general that was after him? You remember how that when the battle became very fierce, an incredible hawk's worst came out. The girl came down. And when she saw him, she was walking confidently towards him. Sir, a mystery happened before me. As soon as she touched the incredible hawk, I saw the hawk shrinking, shrinking. And the liquid that made him to be giant. And the big nika he was wearing. <laughs> May God teach you the mystery behind bringing rest to people's lives. Having said that, do you know that the most valuable assets in every organization are those who bring the organization to a state of rest? You can't be one who creates trouble in an organization and be of any value. No matter how gifted and talented you are, if you are the source of trouble, nobody values you. Rest is what we all desire. It is why we seek for written money. We're looking for money, thinking it will give us rest. And then we find money because we don't even know how to find rest. So we find money and find out that there is no rest in WhatsApp. There's no rest in money. What, 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 why do we seek for rest? We seek for it in houses, in cars. We seek for rest in positions, in, in privileges, in popularity. We seek for rest even in sex. We seek for rest in alcohol. Like how many of you still drink here in this church? Like, I mean, just like, I'm talking about just like Gulda, just once in a while, you know. Heineken. Ma? NS, 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 God bless him, my sister, raise your hand. God bless you. Just some, you don't drink small, small. It's not too much. Just like. You don't want to raise your hand. How many of you have it in your house? In your wine bar. You have wine bar, alcoholic. God bless you, sir. I'll call it wine bar. God bless you, man. God bless you. I call it wine bar. God bless you. I'm not saying you drink it, you give it to people. It's like, God bless you. No, sir, I know you are born again. Forget about that. After all, Jesus turned water into wine. Raise your hand, Joe. You drink it to get rest. That's what I'm saying. Raise. God bless you. We're not plenty in the church. Yes, man. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. So, person, they still have church members who take to get rest. <laughs> See, I, I, I like a church where people are real. Do you understand that? Because some of you are even pretending now you have, 
we can have, how will Papa be, Papa will be shocked to know that his dicking is, is drinking. If we know. <laughs> this is one of the times when you came to church where you are doing like this. We, you were not in the spirit. We knew. Eh? Toto annoy me. No, no, no. You are not in the me. Pastor, your eye will be red. I said, no, I've been in the place of prayer. It's no prayer, sir. Oh. She drinking. Hmm? You drink something, right? Listen to me, hey. Let me quickly say this to you. I hope I'll find time to teach on alcohol. Is that okay? And I'm sure it's something. How many of you want me to teach on alcohol, whether we should drink or not? Raise your hand. God bless you. Raise it like you really want to know whether you should stop drinking or continue drinking. for just like Just keep an eye on it for me. So, why are you drinking? You're looking for what? Rest. But what you just didn't understand is truly, if anybody tells you that alcohol does not give momentous rest, that person has not drank alcohol. I have never. I've never drank alcohol. But I'm a science student, so I know the chemicals involved. And we know what the chemicals involve in other things, including your drugs. We know what they can do. So if anybody tells you that alcohol does not give rest, they have not drank a little bit of it. Particularly those of you that are good at doing cocktail. You know cocktail? When you mix things, you can't even tell. Gouda plus Shinab plus Fahrenheit plus Lucozid. So here's what the Bible says. It's a, it's a give a little bit of alcohol to him that is about to perish. So, so first of all, we know your destination if you begin. So, so, no, 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 no. Listen, that's, it's just a very simple thing. The Bible says that give wine to him that is about to what? That is about to perish. So it, it's the direction. That you are taking it now because you are about to. But, but what you want to get it for? You want to get it for. But, but where is taking you to? So, so, so it's, it, the Bible says that. Why spend your money on that which does not profit, even alcohol? Is that not so? So it tells you that when you start investing into alcohol, ultimately it will not profit you. But, but what are you looking for? Rest. He said, Solomon, he said, my son, he said, it is, not of, it is not of kings to drink what? To drink strong wine. Not of kings. So if it's not of kings to drink strong wine, people if kings are not supposed to drink it, then leave it for... Slaves, right? So it's not kingly to do it. So it's about royalty. I don't like the way the church is quiet now. <laughs> because I, I, was, I was in the hospital, ma, to check those who were looking for rest. Yes, in alcohol. 
And I was told that they have to, they are livers. What do you call it? Liver, liver cirrhosis. And the dangerous effect of that is even stronger than uh, tobacco, uh, to, to cigarette, cigarette smoking. So we are all looking for rest in all these things. Sex. Ah. Thank God. I'm done. Then you know who I Hey! Who did I sleep with? Ah, no. It's like that, man. After you are done, then the consequences of what you have done will begin to follow you. My question to you is, where are you looking for? Huh? Samson, did Samson get rest? Talk to me. Let's be real. Did he get rest that night? Ma? He was what? He was late to rest. No, for that night. No, that night. What are you talking about? He go. Do you know the, listen, do you know the kind of rest you get? They are shaving your hair, you don't know. Can I tell you somebody have rest? Mommy, they, he got so much rest. Premium, right? He got so much rest. Sir, they were shaving his hair. He was like, go ahead. He felt that breeze was blowing his hair. Sir, he came out from that state and they said, Samson, the Philistines be upon you. The Bible say, he knew not. Please, for you to know the kind of rest Samson had. Samson had so much rest, he did not know God has left him. So much rest that you wake up and you say, come to church. I don't even know that God has left you. You still continue to preach. You don't know that God has left you. Sir, this is the worst kind of rest. The rest that sin gives. The rest that makes you sedated and unaware that you have lost touch with God. It is the worst kind of rest. It is a rest leading you to hell unconsciously. I'm going. My time has expired. How many of you want true rest? We've sought for it everywhere, right? We've sought for it in cars. We've sought for it in money. When I get this kind of money, I will have rest. Ever since you got the kind of money, have you had rest? When I get that house, I will have rest. Ever since you entered the house, have you had rest? When I buy Jaguar, then rest because all other animals will leave the road when I'm driving. Ever since you entered your Jaguar, have you had rest? Rest is not in a place. Rest is not in a position. Rest is not in possession. Rest is not in properties. Rest comes from a person. Solomon puts it this way. He said, the Lord has given me rest. Who gave us rest? The Lord has given me rest. I'll be teaching more on rest 
particularly how it affects the battles of life and makes you to prosper. I'm going to be teaching about rest and prosperity. I'm going to be talking about rest and prosperity in the second service. But hear me and hear me well. For those of us who've been looking for rest in all the wrong places, rest in everything except rest in the right direction. I call you to a person who can give you true rest. Nobody else but the almighty God. In fact, you can't find rest in religion. Many of you have changed churches thinking that the church will give you rest. That church is not good, so I'm going to this one. That church is not good. Haven't you found out now that churches are filled with human beings? And anywhere you meet human beings, all kinds of issues will come up. So know this carefully. Your rest is found in who? You know what Jesus said? Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will, say it again, I will give you rest. Who gives it to you? Jesus said, I'm the source of rest. Stand to your feet, everybody, because of our time. I've seen people looking for rest in achievements. When I become this person, man, I have rest. Only to discover you've come to the position and rest is far from you. Because it's not in a position, man. Rest is not in properties. It's not in achievements, degrees, awards. You don't find rest in all those things. Have we established one thing? That what do we all seek in life? What do we all seek for? Where do we go looking for rest? I'm sure you know now. But where truly can we find rest? And God has made, us, made it possible for us to find rest through who now? Jesus Christ. Would you close your eyes for a moment? This is so simple. You will be choosing pain and struggle if this moment is not your moment. As simple as it is. This was the decision I made in 1989. I wanted the true rest of God. I didn't want church. I want rest. I didn't want pastor. I want rest. And I found rest in Christ. All eyes closed, all heads bowed. Please place your right hand on your chest if you want Jesus to give you rest. You want to give your life to Christ. You want to say, Father, I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I want to experience the rest of God. Don't be ashamed of him. If you don't get the rest from him, you never get it anywhere. You want true rest from Christ. He said, come, I will give you rest. I will give it to you. Place your right hand on your chest. Don't be ashamed of him. Lift your left hand to him. To him. Lift your left hand to him. To him. God bless you. Lift your left hand to Jesus, not to me. Your right hand on your chest, your left hand up. Father, we thank you for those precious ones. Lord, as these ones make the confession of faith, I pray you receive them in Jesus' name. Please, I'd like you all to say with me, say, Dear Lord Jesus, can we all say together with them, say, Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today because I recognize that you are the only one who gives rest. I believe with my heart and I confess with my mouth that you are my Savior and my Redeemer. From today, I promise to serve you with the whole of my life. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. <laughs> Lift your hands, everybody. I want to pray with you now.
Please, in just 60 seconds, I want to hear your amen loud and clear. Where there has been battles and wars and struggles and conflicts, I decree that from now onward, the prince of peace, even the one who gives rest, let that God give you rest. From this moment, begin to enjoy the kind of rest that only comes from Christ. Let this month be the month of rest for you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, through the presence of God, enjoy the rest of God. Let the presence of God give you rest throughout this month. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like to help support the podcast through your giving and donations, kindly click on the donate button or visit www.samoyepodcast.com. Don't forget to join us daily for the Prophetic Prayer Hour with Rev Sam Oye via YouTube channel at Rev Sam Oye. Also, if what you desire is a change in your faith, family, and financial life, then experience the unraveling ministry of Reverend Sam Oye by being in any of our life-transforming services. Log on to www.thetransformingchurch.org for details. You can also follow me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and on Twitter at Rev Sam Oye. Thanks again. I'll see you in the next episode. <laughs>